You're listening to True North with Pastor Gary Cottle of Gary Cottle Ministries on today's edition. He's going to talk you into doubting the Word of God from the very first verse which says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And if He can get you to doubt in verse number one, He can get you to doubt in the rest of it. But I'm here to remind you that the Word of God teaches us that He was the Creator, that we were not evolved. Amen. And this wasn't something that happened over millions and millions of years. It's alive. The devil, God created us in six literal days. Can I get an amen, church? Doubt. No matter how hard we might try, we sometimes let our own doubts get the better of us. When it comes to the things of God, this is one of the enemy's favorite tools in an attempt to oppress or mislead us, especially when it comes to Scripture. In today's message, Pastor Gary reflects on the schemes of the devil who seeks to plant seeds of doubt and skepticism. In his study, you'll learn the importance holding steadfast to the truths of the Bible, the very Word of God, who says, therefore it is. Now here's Pastor Gary in Mark chapter 8 as he continues his message, Sold to the Highest Bidder. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I'm telling you this, bidder number three has got a hold of some folk. And they're doing what society does, uh, and they're thinking like society thinks, and they're acting like society acts, uh, and they're buying into what society's pushing, uh, uh, and they're uh, swallowing uh, the lie, hook, line, and sinker, amen. They're buying into the propaganda, and God wants you to remember Lot and remember Lot's wife, uh, because the Bible said, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overflow, making them uh, an example or an example unto those that after should live ungodly and delivered just lot vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked for that righteous man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds and many people today the reason Christians think like the world is because they live with the world and they do with the world and so the world is rubbed off robbed off on the Christian and now today instead of the the world world uh, gravitating towards church. The church is now gravitated towards the world uh, and we've lost our salt and we've lost our ability to influence. Uh, we've lost our savor and Jesus said, uh, if you've therefore lost your savior, you're thenceforth good for nothing uh, but to be cast out and trodden under foot of men. Uh, how are we going to change this world by trying to blend into and act just like it? Somebody say amen. Be ye different the Bible said, be, be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. We're supposed to be different. We're a peculiar people. We don't think like they think because God has given us the mind of Christ. But if you think like Lot, Jesus will say, remember Lot's wife. What happened to her? She looked back, and when she did, she was turned to a pillar of salt. And many today... Jesus is calling you in closer to him to serve him, to sell out to Jesus, but you keep looking back, uh, and the Bible says, he that looks back, uh, he that putteth his hand to the plow and looking back is not fit, that is not equipped and not able, uh, amen, uh, not fit for the kingdom of God. That means you're not going to function in God's kingdom looking at the world constantly. Oh, but we try to straddle the fence, and many people, yeah, you may be saved, 
but you're not serving. And your soul may be securely eternal and fit for heaven by the blood of Jesus, but you're straddling the fence. You got one foot in the world and one foot in the church, and you sold your soul to society's whims. I'm not just referring to your eternal state when I refer to your soul. I'm talking about the reason you exist. Who you're supposed to be for God. That's why I said, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might, with all thy strength. Every fiber of your being belongs to him. And, and the devil should not so easily be able to to talk us into selling our soul to a cheap bidder. Society. If society ain't good enough, the devil will step up. He's bidder number four, Satan. You know what Satan promises? He promises power and he promises prestige. You remember what Satan t- tried to talk Jesus into doing? Uh, in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 8, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and saith unto him all things, all these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Devil, uh, basically, the devil told Jesus, all I want is your soul and I'll give you everything this world has to offer. The devil tried to talk Jesus into bypassing the cross. But Jesus pointed him out, called him out to be the liar, amen, that he is. He said, get thee behind me, Satan, get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And that needs to be your response when Satan comes offering you power and prestige. Amen. If you'll just do his bidding, if you'll just live, if you'll just live according to the lust that he entices you with. But you remember Eve, don't you? The Bible said that the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. You remember God told Eve, if you eat of the forbidden fruit in that day, you're going to die. Well, Satan comes along and says, God didn't mean that. God's lying to you. And he said, God knows that in the day that you first of all stop right there when somebody else begins to inform you of what God knows besides God you need to put a stop to that conversation right then and there somebody say amen you, you know these people all yell well the Lord told me to divorce my husband and go marry this when God didn't tell you no such amen because it's contrary to his word and God never speaks outside of his word somebody say amen right there Satan will lie to you and tell you God said things exactly opposite of what he said. And he said, uh, he said, God knows in the day you eat thereof that your eyes shall be open and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Basically, he told Eve, now if you'll do what I tell you, not only will you be better off, but you'll be as gods. You'll be a god. And isn't that what Satan's telling a lot of people in these false religions today? Why, you can be your own God. You don't have to listen to that crazy preacher up there. And the devil will lie to you and tell you that this book is lying to you. Uh, Of course he's going to tell you that because this is his biggest threat. He don't want you to weigh in and consider what the scriptures say. Because the second you begin to believe God at his word, you have trampled Satan underfoot. Amen. And Satan wants to hold you in bondage. So he's going to 
talk you into doubting the word of God from the very first verse which says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and if he can get you to doubt in verse number one he can get you to doubt in the rest of it but I'm here to remind you that the word of God teaches us that he was the creator that we were not evolved amen and this wasn't something that happened over millions and millions of years it's alive the devil God created us in six literal days can I get an amen church and if we don't stop come on now somebody amen me right here do you believe the word of God or don't you amen God said it and that settles it and therefore I believe it I know this devil is a liar and he'll try to get you to worshiping and bowing down to his ideology and his philosophy and his theology and Satan uh, perhaps is one of the most influential preachers of our day because he's got many mouthpieces and he hides behind all of them and he has his Oprah Winfrey's you might as well say amen right there and he has his false prophets Amen. He has his false prophets telling you uh, to worship self, telling you that there are many ways to heaven, that Jesus is only one of many ways, and you might find a better way than Jesus. Uh, and there is no other way, but we, and the Bible says there's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved, and that's the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, if I preach it any clearer, I don't know how I'm going to. Amen. Uh, listen to me today. Uh, the devil is a liar, but he'll try to get you to sell your soul short of God's best and brightest for your life. Now I want to close with bitter number five. All of these bidders have made quite outlandish promises, none of which they were able to keep. It'll be a bait and switch for you. But now let me talk to you about Jesus. Oh, glory. Jesus Christ promises the benefits of his comfort. Jesus Christ promises you the benefits of His control. Jesus Christ promises you the benefits of His pleasure and His bidding and His doing. He promises you the benefits of His power. He promises you the benefits of His prestige, His peace, and His prosperity. And can I tell you something about Jesus? He delivers on all of His promises. Can I get an amen? In First Peter chapter 1 and verse number 18, the Bible says, For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Jesus Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. I'm telling you what heaven has put on the offering table for you, what this highest bidder has offered is the very life blood of God himself. There is not a greater or more valuable treasure in heaven besides the blood of Jesus Christ. Christ, uh, and he has uh, stood up and said, I'll give my blood for this one. Uh, and I'm telling you, he's got the best offer on the table. And some of you have sold yourself short. Uh, some of you have said yes to things uh, that won't bring you satisfaction, won't bring you healing, won't bring you hope. Uh, and you just keep believing the lies. Uh, and Jesus wants you to know that you're so precious and so valuable to him uh, that he offered the best that heaven has to offer. Amen. Uh, amen. And if you 
spare not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Think about it for just a moment. He's already given you heaven's best offer. Anything else he does for you is pales in comparison to that. And yet we have people today selling their souls cheap. Any of you uh, use eBay, sell stuff on eBay, raise your hand. Some of you do. Uh, it's a bidding platform. And you hope to sell it to the highest bidder. That is, you're relying upon somebody to see more value in it than the last person that placed the bid. And you're hoping for the highest possible dollar amount. And what I'm trying to show you is some of you are sitting in spiritual poverty when you have a king that's bid for your soul. Amen. And the devil's made you think that you'll be happy continuing in your way. It's such a lie. And some of you, you know, I hate to say it this way. Some of you, you, you need God to knock you flat on your back where you have nowhere to look but up. And then when you're in that position, you'll finally, it'll dawn on you. You'll come to yourself like the gentleman uh, uh, that was found in the far country. He, uh, he asked his father for his inheritance and his father sent him off. Uh, and he wasted his substance with riotous living. And he sold his soul to society and sin uh, and Satan and self. And he wiped him clean and he had nothing left uh, but the husk that he fed the swine with. Uh, and one day he came to himself and uh, said does not my father have bread enough and to spare and here I perish with hunger I will arise and I'll go to my father's house and some of you today the Holy Ghost is dialing your number says wake up son you don't have to feed from the swine anymore you don't have to be in the hog pen anymore get up and come to daddy's house I got bread enough and to spare amen and he has already gave his best for you why do you settle for such less the Bible says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Amen. And I've got news for you. You won't escape if you neglect this offer because it's the absolute best offer on the table for you. Amen. He paid the price and he delivers on his word. Think about the thief on the cross. He lived his life. Amen. He sold his soul. He sold a chunk of it to sin. He sold a chunk of it to Satan. He kept a chunk for himself. And he gave a chunk of it to society. And he's got his soul scattered, used and abused and tormented. And now he's hanging on a cross, dying a cruel death that he rightly deserves. Has nothing, absolutely nothing of value to offer God whatsoever. And yet he turns to Jesus and says, remember me. He didn't, ask, he didn't pray a sinner's prayer. He didn't ask, Lord, forgive me and take me to heaven with you. All he asked was he would remember him. He didn't even think that he was worth saving. I can't ask God to save me. I've done too much. I, I would never expect God to save me. Oh, but you can. <laughs> Woo, I'm glad that he saves you anyway if you'll call on him. You see, God's value that he places in you is not the worth of yourself, but the worth that his blood brings to the occasion. See, when he purchases you, it's the wealth of the owner that places value on its objects. 
Amen. Like, for example, I got cheap stuff in my house. And if I gave you something out of my house, you'd probably look at it and say, well, that's cute. And probably put it in a closet and forget I ever gave it to you. <laughs> but if Donald Trump gave you anything in his house, even if it was a piece of toilet paper, you would, you would frame it. You put it in the center of your house and you would try to see how much you could sell it on eBay if somebody wanted. Can I get an amen? Because the value is not based on the item, but on the owner of the item. And what Jesus is saying is, I have shed my blood to redeem you, to purchase you. And the moment that transaction takes place, your value picks up, amen. And he's offering everything for nothing. And if you don't think God can do something with nothing, look what he did with the empty space. He spoke the world and created the universes. And if God can take nothing and create something like that, surely he can take a dirty, low-down, rotten sinner that ain't worth killing, amen and set his feet on a solid rock and establish his goings and get him, fill his life with hope and purpose and, and repurpose him for something besides he's known his whole life. Amen. Give God some glory. I want to say he's after you. I like to put it this way. He's done everything humanly and divinely possible that you might be saved from your wretched self. Amen. And all you got to do, you know what the currency of heaven is? Oh, glory to God. Let me preach for just another minute. I'm trying to wrap this up, but listen to what the Bible said in the book of Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 1. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye and buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. I'm glad that I didn't, when I didn't have two pennies to rub together, I didn't have anything to offer God. He said, come and buy anyway. And you know what the currency of heaven is? The currency of heaven is faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. If you'll just come to him, and turn from your sin uh, and put your faith in the completed work at Calvary. There's the transaction that makes the purchase complete. And he'll save you by his grace. And he'll forgive you of your sins. Never to be remembered against you again. And you'll become a king's kid. And God can repurpose your life from this day forward. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which satisfieth not. Why do you keep living uh, and wasting your time on this earth doing meaningless things that, that bring no happiness? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. God saying, I got the best offer on the table. What are you waiting on? Incline your ear, come unto me, here and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. He said, not only will I make good on my promise, but it'll be a permanent promise. Not only will I save you, but there won't be a thing the devil can do after I make the purchase where he can repossess you. Amen. For whom the Son sets free is free indeed. He won't, and whom the Son makes free is free indeed. He don't just set you free for you to be recaptured. He makes you free. That means they can put you behind bars, but you're still free as a jaybird. Can I get an amen? I'm glad that I'm free in Christ because of what Jesus did for me. You see, I was like Amy sang about. When I was a little boy, I, I know that I didn't have the kind of life that maybe some of you had before the Lord found you, or maybe the kind of life you have now. 
I, I didn't get out and drink and party and live it up and sleep with all kinds of wild women. I didn't do none of that. But you know, I still had sin in my heart. Amen. I still knew right from wrong. And the Bible says that there's only one way to heaven. His name is Jesus. And I still had to confess my sin to him and receive forgiveness for salvation, even as a child. And when I was worthless, hopeless, and helpless, one morning, September the 9th of 1990, he made an offer I couldn't refuse. And what you need to understand today, oh, glory to God, grace gives you the first right of refusal. That means when Satan, sin, self, and society make an offer to you, Amen. Grace gives you the power to say, I don't think so. I think I'll take Jesus. Amen. That means you don't have to buy into the lies. Amen. You don't have to buy into the lie that your only hope or that your only existence is what you already know or what you've already experienced. There is power in the blood to deliver the addict from his addiction. There's power in the blood to mend broken hearts, to mend broken relationships, to put families back together, to reconstruct the old waste place of society to give America a future and a hope again. There's power in the blood to turn nations around, to change the hearts of kings. And I'm here to tell you today that Jesus wants to make a purchase for you. In fact, he made it as a lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. He didn't wait till he just looked at you and decided whether or not you was worth saving. He said, I'm going to go ahead and make the pre a down payment before the foundation of the world. Amen. And that way, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Do you remember Hosea? The Bible said in Hosea chapter 3, Then said the Lord unto me, Go yet, love a woman beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress, according to the love of the Lord, toward the children of Israel, who took to other gods and loved flagons of wine. So I bought her to me. <laughs> oh, Hosea was instructed of the Lord to go buy his wife, who was being unfaithful to him, off the auction block. She ended up a slave to sin. And the Lord was giving Hosea an illustration of his undying love for Israel. He said, I know she's trashy. And I know she's been unfaithful, but I want you to go buy her off that auction block. And you know what Hosea had to do? He had to go and be ready to place the highest bid on the lowest person. And he came, and she, she didn't go for much. What, what the price that was offered for her wasn't that much. There wasn't very many people interested in her. And some of you think, well, I, I ain't worth nothing. Nobody's really ever been interested in me. Let me tell you who's interested in you. His name's Jesus, and, and he's already paid the price. I'm telling you right now, if you'll come to Jesus, you can be sold to the highest bidder. <laughs> oh, but many today have been lied to. The devil don't want you to understand and realize the price that has been offered for your soul. But if you'll come to Jesus right now, give your heart to Him. All those offer, other offers on the table that have brought you heartache, pain, despair, discouragement, distress, destruction, Jesus can wipe all that clean, give you a fresh start, and He can say, sold to the highest bidder. 
I'll take it. I'm glad when the devil come knocking, said, Lord, I want that one. The Lord said to Satan, wait a minute, that one's mine. <laughs> and the devil goes and making promises and, and, and making all kinds of offers, uh, but he can't outbid my Lord. Amen. Uh, and I'm telling you, young people, Satan has lied to you and God values you. God wants to fill your life with purpose, put a call on your life, use you for his glory and honor, and you can live the best life you could have ever imagined living for Jesus. Amen. This world has nothing to offer you but heartache and pain, uh, but Jesus can give you a life worth living and you can be sold to the highest bidder today if you'll call on him in faith and repentance. Today's teaching is coming to an end, but you don't have to stop studying God's Word. Here at True North, we encourage all of our listeners to dive into Scripture regularly on your own. As you do, ask the Holy Spirit to guide your reading and reveal God's truth to you. Thanks for joining Pastor Gary Cottle today for True North. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a new edition. If you'd like to learn more about True North or Pastor Gary, visit GaryCottle.com. Would you like to plan a visit to worship and study the Bible with Pastor Gary? You can find all the information you need about where he pastors and how you can visit at GaryCottle.com. If you're not in the area, we do encourage you to find and begin attending a Bible-teaching church near you. Find a family of faith that you can invest in and who will encourage you in your own walk with the Lord. If you have any questions or would like to find out how you can support Gary Cottle Ministries and True North, please reach out to Pastor Gary. He can be reached at contact at garycottle.com. That's contact at Gary, C-A-U, D-I-L-L dot com. That's all for today. Join us next time for more right here on True North.